The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Natural healing is an evolving field with new discoveries coming forward every day. Join us to find out more about the products and methods that will work for you. Welcome to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, a program with honest information and straightforward talk that will help you take control of your health. Now, here's your host, Howard Strauss. Welcome, folks, to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media, where you can find all kinds of great information about how to maintain your good health, how to recover your good health if you've lost it, and how to recover and and reverse even the most dread diseases, the most feared and, quote, incurable, unquote, diseases there are in this country today. And there's plenty of those. They want to scare the heck out of you. But most of them are susceptible to your body's immune system and the Gerson therapy that uh, that, re- that that restores your body's immune system. And uh, you can find all about the Gerson therapy on gersonmedia.com. That's the Gerson Health Media. Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. All kinds of great information, testimonials, books, DVDs, Dr. Gerson's, uh, Dr. Gerson's papers, the scientific papers from all over the world. And, um, you're invited to leave us your, uh, leave us your email address so that we can send you announcements of who, the, who our guests are going to be. And we can send you, uh, information about new, uh, new, new, um, publications, new documentaries, etc. And joining us again, uh, is a repeat, uh, uh, guest. Corey Brackett is a, just a wonderful, lively young woman. She's, um, she is a, uh, she is a, uh, f- filmmaker. She was a Shakespearean actress. She has her own radio show. Uh, she just loves life. She's a poet, an author, a publisher, um, and just one of my favorite people. She made two documentaries about aspartame, uh, and uh, they're just absolutely mind-blowing documentaries. And I'd like to welcome onto our show Corey Brackett. Hi, Howard. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to hear your voice, and it's wonderful to be here. Well, Corey, you know, I, I, I am so very impressed with you. You're one of, you're one of the people that I consider a hero. And when I say a hero, uh, that means, uh, that's because I believe that, uh, people who really look the beast in the eye, uh, look, look, uh, disease and disability and, uh, and pain and, uh, hopelessness in the eye and, uh, and, and 
come back totally and then go and try and help other people with that with that knowledge, that hard-won knowledge. I believe those are the heroes in my life. And uh, you're one of those. Corey? Well, thank w- you, w- Howard. You're one of my heroes, too. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I, I have not been through the fire like you have, however. I want you to tell <laughs> us, I want you to tell us how you went from being a model, an actress, uh, and a vibrant human being to being completely wheelchair bound, slurred speech, blurred vision, and, uh, barely able to move. Well, yeah, sure. Um, in 2001 was when it all began. I got the first hint that something was drastically wrong in my life, in my body. And I didn't know what it was. I began to, it first began with paresthesia, which is tingling in the arms and feet. And it began slowly. I would wake up with, the, with that condition. And it would go away as the day wore on. And I thought, it was some way of my limbs being asleep, although it was all four, and I, it, that was kind of weird. But eventually it became constant, and I was really, I began to be really worried because I got that sinking feeling that you get when you know that it's not just a case of the sniffles, or, but it's a major thing. So I called a neurologist, and... I got an MRI and, um, well, I call my doctor first, but anyway. <laughs> Eventually, I wound up with a diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. And that freaked me out so much. I didn't know what to do, and I continued to get worse. Well, it freaked you. Throughout- it fr- I'm sure it freaked you out because multiple sclerosis, as we have been taught to know, uh, is, quote, incurable, unquote. Exactly. That's what I thought at the and time. Pro- and progressive and eventually leads to your death. That's what they would like us to believe. Right. How come you're not dead? <laughs> well, I'm sure they kind of expected me to be by now. But um, really what I did was I did exactly what the doctors told me not to do. And I'm not a doctor. I have to say that. I, I, I'm not telling anyone to do what I did. I'm just telling you what I did to get better, personally. But I exercised as much as I could to get better, which meant raising my arm to my chest height when I couldn't raise my arm over my head and doing it over and over and over. And eventually I got it to my shoulder and then I got it up over my head. And I was like, wow, it's working. And I kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And then I pushed my hands off of the wheelchair and kept doing that. And then I began to walk once I had gotten out of the wheelchair to stand. So you were so you were just doing very hard physical labor trying to keep from keep this uh, ailment, whatever it was. And MS uh, was the diagnosis. Uh, from from consuming you and from from totally destroying you. Yes, exactly. I wouldn't I wouldn't accept the prognosis that I had. I was told at one point, once in a wheelchair, always in a wheelchair. That's well, what I was told by my neurologist. So so incurable. 
yeah, when I was sitting in a wheelchair, she told me that. But mm. I have to also say that that's not the only thing I did to get better. What else uh, did you do? It. I really took a shotgun type of approach. You know, when you splatter, I don't shoot guns, but it, I understand that it's splattering a target more with a lot of shotgun pieces. So... I tried a lot of different things. I tried vitamins. I tried vitamin A and B and C and E. And I tried magnesium and selenium, the minerals. And then I also tried um, mushrooms, lion's mane and cordyceps. And I tried different therapies like craniosacral and meditation. Meditation, I thought, was really good because that helps you listen to your body which I think is key in all of this because when you're in the spider's web, the morass, of, to mix metaphors, the morass of all of the different <laughs> treatments that you have available to you and you don't know which one works, the best thing you can do is learn to listen to your body because your body will tell you if that's a good thing or a bad thing for you, and everybody's different, and what works for me might not work for you. What works for Susie might not work for Joe. It is all different. Well, you know, uh, I think that uh, what you have what you have uh, localized there, what you've vocalized here, is uh, is listening to your body. That's something that everybody could profit from, not just yes. someone who was in a wheelchair with multiple sclerosis. Exactly. I My book, Through the Shadows, goes a lot into that, um, that a lot of times we get caught up with the cacophony of restaurant chatter and horns honking in, on the street and all of this stuff, and we don't really, and the bills that we have to pay and... Everything that doesn't have to do with nature and the true reality that we could live if we just opened our eyes, walked outside and breathed the air and looked at the possible, hopefully a little greenery outside and listened to the birds chirping. Those things are important. And earthing, you know, you mentioned that a lot. That's important, too. It connects us. We're you know, all part of the same large biosphere of this earth, this planet. And we all work symbiotically together. You know, Dr. Gerson said, uh, pay attention to the eternal laws of nature. Live with the eternal laws of nature, and nature will protect you. That's perfect. And so that was another great truth that you discovered on your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was very fortunate. I just kind of stumbled upon a lot of things. It was like being blind trying to do a puzzle and finding a all the right pieces suddenly, right, miraculously. Right, right. That was that was fantastic. So, so, uh, so you were so you were fighting this tooth and nail. And uh, and it must have been like an it's an ex existential struggle for you to do. It so. was very much, and that's another good point. I want to get back to what I did to get better because those aren't the only things. I also did acupuncture and um, 
Chinese herbs, which I found really helpful for me, and also nutrition, which we can talk more at more length about later. But, um, oh gosh, now I, I took myself on a tangent and I've forgotten what we were talking about because there was, oh, um, when I was getting ill, I would fall, I would be falling downwards physically. I mean, not literally, but I felt myself getting worse and worse and worse. And every time a new symptom came up, I was like, oh, great. I can't see right now. I have double vision. Oh, great. I can't walk. How could this happen? It just keeps getting worse and worse. And I kept getting worse and worse, and my attitude kept getting worse and worse. And once I got to the I got pretty bad and I started to realize hey you know Corey you need to find something to be grateful for something that is good in your life something that you can enjoy Corey we've got it we're coming up on a break we've just got about a minute to the break could you hold up can you hold on to that thought and we'll start start the next segment with grateful okay okay Uh, and gratitude which is a very healthy thing yeah This is Howard Strauss, uh, your host for The Power of Natural Healing, brought to you by GersonMedia.com, the the, uh, Gerson Health Media, uh, where we have all kinds of great information, including uh, Corey's movies. And, um, And we invite you to stop by our wonderful website and learn more. And, 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 and figure out how to take care of your body so that you never fall into the medical, uh, medical hell that, uh, Corey had been, uh, had been subjected to. We'll hear more from Corey right after the break. Please stay with us. This is Howard Strauss and we'll, uh, we'll be back with you in just a moment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. This is your host, Howard Strauss, and I want to let you know about the special offers we have just for you on the earthing products. The first includes a bed pad, an earthing mat, the earthing book, and all of the accessories you need. Together, these items sell for more than $300, but you can buy them now for $199. To see this kit and all of the Earthing specials, visit our website at gersonmedia.com slash earthing. Again, that's gersonmedia.com slash earthing. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back, folks, to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host, and um, we are talking to an inspirational young lady, Corey Brackett, uh, and uh, she's telling us about her recovery from being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, a supposedly incurable disease that once, once it puts you in a wheelchair will keep you there forever. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, and we invite you to look in there and uh, take advantage of some of the great literature, media, booklets, testimonials that there are on there. Amazing amount of information on there. You can benefit from it all. Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. Corey, thank you for staying uh, staying with us here. Um, oh, sure. It's great to be here. It's now, fun you were you were uh, you were you were in your wheelchair and you felt yourself deteriorating. You actually you actually saw yourself deteriorating, and uh, and you were concerned about your uh, about your attitude deteriorating as well. And mm-hmm. so you decided that you needed something to be grateful for. That's where we left off. Yes, gratitude. I. I first, I didn't have anything really to be grateful for. I didn't think I did. But I started by writing in a journal, and at that time I couldn't write. My hand shook. So it was very hard for me to get the words down. But I wrote over and over again in the journal, like maybe five times, which doesn't seem like much. But when you can't write, it's a lot. (laughs) I wrote... It'll get better. It must get better than this over and over and over again. And then my meditation teacher told me sometimes it's enough just to be able to breathe. Wow. And that was a very powerful comment. You know, there's that, there's that, I don't know where the saying comes from. Uh, but, uh, it's something, it goes something like, uh, I, I wept because I had no shoes until I saw a man with no feet. Exactly. And that's something I had forgotten while I was going downhill and downhill and downhill. I didn't remember that. But as soon as I began being grateful and looking around and being grateful for the bird outside my window, and being grateful for the tree outside my window and the sun filtering in through and different things like that and how I was grateful that um, I had a roof over my head and I wasn't alone at that time. And it was it was these little things I would find. I mean, everybody can find something to be grateful for. Even if you don't have a roof over your, your head, you can be grateful that you found some food to eat that day. Or if you didn't find some food to eat that day, you can be grateful for the cactus that's sitting outside, uh, outside your your hovel or whatever it is. I mean, every anybody can find something to be grateful for. It, it can be difficult. And I know 
when you're feeling this way, it's really, really hard. But it's important to do that because it, right when I began to feel a sense of peace in myself and it, that strength began to build within me. And that was when I began to exercise and do things and act to get better proper, really, really fully. And I was determined that I wasn't going to end up spending the rest of my life in this wheelchair in a nursing home. So I really was very determined, very, and I dealt with a lot of struggles and things along the way. But when they happened, I kind of shrugged them off. It's like, oh, well, that happened. Oh, well, I dropped that dish. Okay. Okay. Oh, well, I um, made an, had an accident. Oh, oh, well. Oh, well, I can't see, but I will. I, I sat for hours looking at <laughs> this pink flamingo I had in my office when I was sequestered into my office in my bigger office and uh, it was a prop for a video that we were working on or we were planning to work on and I would stare at that thing over and over again trying to will my eyes to become one because they were opposite cross-eyed. They weren't like cross-eyed like you, they go right to your nose. They were cross-eyed outwards. So that's, wa- that's called wall-eyed. Wall-eyed, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was wall-eyed. Well, so, you know, so, 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 Corey, how did you? What, what, what was the defining moment of your recovery then, when you finally discovered the secret? For me, unfortunately, I think it was when I hit a kind of a bottom. That was my own personal bottom. Everyone has different ones, but. I had basically gotten to the point that all of my systems had shut down except for the life support functions. Wow. So other than that, it pretty much, I was pretty much um, a, vegetable. a mess. Yeah, a vegetable, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I had how, my brain, how did, you know, how did you get out of that? Well, that, that was all the different things that I would mentioned earlier. Plus the nutrition I found very important and I found to look at the the positive side of things and to not give up and to continue to work at being better. I was determined. How did you discover how, how negatively uh, aspartame was affecting you? I had read a book... Um, it was a compilation by Russ Kick, Russell Kick. Um, I think it was called Everything You Know is a Lie. Wow. And there was an article in there by Alex Constantine about aspartame. And I saw it, and I was, I was like, and both my husband at the time and I had been drinking diet soda a lot, <laughs> especially me. And so once we read that article, we were like, oh, we're not going to drink it anymore. So we stopped, and that's when the symptoms began. began and then I began, began to slowly peck away at the keyboard 
to do research on this to the figure s- out what was going on. I'm sorry, you said the symptoms began, or maybe did you mean the symptoms began to abate? No, my my situation was so um, severe. I'd been drinking a six pack of diet soda every day for at least a six pack. That was a conservative figure every day for about 20 years. Wow. And um, Dr. Mercola and other people I know have talked about the full barrel effect. I talk about it as a teacup effect, that when that we all have a certain amount of toxins that we can withstand in our bodies, and it gets the level of the amount of toxins goes up and up and up, and eventually... It overspills if you can't take it anymore. And also, the other thing that had happened to me was right after I quit the diet soda, I was a little heavy, a lot heavier back then. And I was playing a game of cards on our dining room table with my husband, and my chair broke, and I <laughs> fell back. <laughs> I know it's it's all like kind of a comic tragedy I fell back onto this little side table in the back behind my chair and I got an egg on the back of my head you know like when you do when you're a kid yeah yeah. I never had that since I was a child and I've talked to a lot of doctors about that and if imagine having a teacup that's filled to the brim and trying to get it from one side of your house to the other mm-hmm. without spilling. Right. It's difficult. Now imagine that you ha- that you get trauma to your head, your cup, while you're trying to keep it from spilling. It's almost wow. impossible. Right. I mean, that's kind of a simplistic, non-medical way to describe it, but that's kind of what happened. And right after that was when, a couple of days after that was when I started to get the tingling. Uh, I'm sorry, to get the... The tingle, the paresthesia, Ah, which was my first symptom. Right, right, right. So So I think my body was going, Corey, Corey, hey, hey, excuse me, Corey, do you mind if you stop drinking that stuff. I really don't like it. Please, stop. Hey, Corey, stop. Corey, stop. Darn it, stop. You're you're not going to do this anymore. You know, it just got to be too much for my body to handle. And there was, oh, there's also withdrawal with diet soda, a lot worse than even smoking. I smoked until until like 2000. And when I quit diet soda, it really literally felt, I I couldn't think. I felt all weak and fuzzy and horrible. And and it it, it just, I couldn't take it. It was a horrible experience to try to go through the withdrawal of that. So I don't recommend people cutting out diet soda if you drink it. Please don't do it cold turkey. Do it by tightering down, by doing it, you know, a little bit at a time so it's more of a gradual thing. It was kind of an onslaught to my body that I wasn't prepared to deal with. Mm -hmm. 
So, so you did, but but you eventually did stop drinking mm-hmm. diet soda and, and yeah. aspartame. Yeah, I just cut it out completely out of my diet. And going and 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 how long did it take to get from there, from being in a wheelchair and and not being able to see properly, not being able to move, and all your body functions shutting down, to once again being uh, back up and on your feet? I think I was about ninety percent better after about three months. Hey, so all it took was three months for you essentially to to uh, 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 get clearly on the path to recovery from what doctors consider an incurable disease, and that you would be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, Corey, yeah. hold that hold that thought because once again we're coming up on a uh, on a break. Uh, and uh, we'll be back right after this short break. This is Howard Strauss, uh, your host for The Power of Natural Healing. We're talking to an inspirational young woman, a lovely young woman, an actress, and a model who uh, who just her whole life completely fell apart due to Donald Rumsfeld's aspartame. Uh, we'll be right back after this break. Uh, please stay with us. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. What causes us to be sick? We're not talking about the actual illness or the scientific cause of illnesses. We're talking about your body and health. Listen for the healing whisper of Return to Peace. Each week, host Dr. Marianne Chase shows you how to listen to your heart to identify poor health, stress, and disease. You'll learn how to heal energetically and spiritually, as well as physically. It's time to depend less on the drugs and more on the heart. The Healing Whisper airs live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought. Showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists, your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. 
Welcome back, folks, to The Power of Natural Healing. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, This is Howard Strauss, your host. We're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, and we would really like you to look in on that website and get some of the great information that's on there for uh, for recovering and and retaining and uh, generating your good health. Uh, we're talking with Corey Brackett, who made a remarkable discovery. Uh, she she was told that she had an incurable disease, multiple sclerosis, and uh, she was in a wheelchair, and she was told that she would be in a wheelchair for the rest of her life, her short life. And um, she was living in a condition that she really didn't even want to live in, but, uh, but she kept fighting on through. Um, Corey? I'd love mm-hmm. to hear about uh, I'd love to hear about aspartame and why you know why it was uh, causing this problem, and if you know of any more uh, information, have you found out any more about uh, aspartame since then? Oh sure, absolutely. There's been a lot of different articles and studies that have come out recently that have actually hit the mainstream. I couldn't believe it. I'm so excited about that. I I heard on CNN recently, of all places, CNN, that diet soda can not only make you fat, but it can also increase your risk of heart disease and stroke. Yep. And, well, I knew that, but I didn't know that CNN knew it or would say it. <laughs> or would say it because of, because of their deep, deep connections to uh, the drug industry and to, mm-hmm. to corporations and so forth. They don't, you know, they don't want to rock the boat at all. Yes. So, but you know, it's this hard was, to do that when you, the studies keep coming and overwhelming evidence shows up. Thank you, Mr. Rumsfeld. <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld, our former Secretary of Defense, uh, who also, uh, by the way, bought, brought us a Tamiflu uh, from the uh, famous bird flu scam, and yeah, um, made made forty million dollars while he was doing it. Um, and uh, he was the one that uh, that foisted uh, aspartame on the American people by pulling political strings. Uh, where, yes, where, the where whole story of that is in my documentary, Sweet Misery. Ah, so let's talk about let's talk about uh, the movies you've made. You've made two movies now. Why? Yes. Why did you decide to make a movie about it? Well, as I got better, when I was in the ninety percent better range, I was thinking, you know, I've got to get the word out about this and let other people know, so that they're not going to end up in this trap of suffering there's some and then i started doing research after my documentary and i was learning that all these people around the world were getting sick especially in this country from being overweight and obese and getting type 2 diabetes and getting heart attack and stroke and all these chronic illnesses that people say have no cures you said something brilliant to me the other day howard when we were talking about chronic illness. Um, do you remember what that was? I have no idea what you considered brilliant. <laughs> um, I, I just, I just, you know, these words. <laughs> well, almost fall, everything out of your mouth. Is words, brilliant. words fall out of my mouth, and some people resonate, and some people don't. <laughs> you were, you were talking about. Oh, you were talking about jury duty. Oh yes. And you were, you were saying that. Um, th- there was somebody who had chronic illness or something in, oh, in yes. the. 
trial. Yeah, okay, what I what I said what I said was that the very word chronic uh, illness, the very word chronic, uh, is a uh, is an indication that the disease is not curable, that the doctors cannot make it go away. So it it is a an admission of failure by the medical profession that. Uh, that they have that they have failed at uh, addressing this disease. Nonetheless, they continue to uh, they continue to treat it profitably and forever, uh, mm-hmm. and with more and more misery for the patient. And the more miserable the patient is, of course, the um, the more they charge and the more money they make. So they're very happy. They love uh, chronic illness. Uh, yes, and- chronic <clears throat> illness. I've been seeing over and over again. They don't know what causes it, but they will treat it. They will say, oh, we found a new drug for MS. We found a new drug for asthma. But if they Whatever. don't, but if they don't know what treat what what causes it, how can they be absolutely positively sure that what they're giving you is not causing it? That would be a logical thought. One but would think <laughs> it's hyped too much. <laughs> so, One would think. So the other thing, the other thing that I know is that about eighty percent. Eighty percent of the currently uh, of uh, the current flood of uh, multiple sclerosis diagnoses, eighty percent of that is due to aspartame poisoning. So it's mis it's, misdiagnosed aspartame poisoning, mm-hmm. which means aspartame all they, poisoning all that is people would really very rightly cured. All that cured. all that they would really have to do is stop is you stop using uh, aspartame diet drinks and. And four out of five of the uh, multiple sclerosis victims in this country and in every country uh, would simply be able, uh, in a few months, to be able to get up out of their uh, wheelchairs and walk around like you. Yes, but it, there is hope for those other twenty percent, right? No, oh, absolutely. The Gerson therapy. Yeah. The but you know, right off, you can tell that you know that that a neurotoxin like uh, like uh, aspartame. Uh, is is certainly responsible for eighty percent of the um, of, of the uh, multiple sclerosis in the world, and therefore some toxin is is responsible for the rest of it. And if you can get rid of the toxins and restore your immune system, restore your system to balance, then the other twenty percent can also be healed. And this is uh, the Gerson therapy has a history, has a long history of being able to uh, resolve. Multiple sclerosis. Yes. Yes. Good job. I wish I had known about it then. It would have been easier. I wouldn't have had to struggle and figure it all out myself. And you wouldn't have had the withdrawals either because the Gerson Gerson therapy deals with withdrawals very easily. Um, It uh, it makes, for instance, cocaine and heroin and uh, and tobacco and uh, Darvon addictions. Uh, a matter of days and painless. That is an important point, and it's good for people to know that there's hope out there. It's just we need to take control of our own health and our own lives and really, as I had mentioned before, learn to listen to our bodies and stick up for ourselves. We're the only people that are... They can do that. That's and right. They need to. Because if you listen to the FDA uh, and you listen to their pronouncements and you believe them, 
then you are slated for an early and very painful and miserable death. But if you listen to their pronouncements very carefully and note them all down, and then go and do just the opposite, then you will live a full and healthy and energetic and and uh, complete life. Mm-hmm. So the FDA uh, is is owned and run by the marketing departments of, of pharmaceutical companies and companies that uh, that that manufacture things like aspartame and MSG and mercury. And so, you know, they have no interest in making you healthy, even though you're the ones paying their vastly inflated salaries and their perks and everything else. Yeah. Uh, you're doing that, but but you're not getting your value. So uh, what they need to be done is it needs to be fired. They all need to be fired and go back to the pharmaceutical companies where they came from. <laughs> right. There is a revolving door there. Exactly. We talk a lot about that in Sweet Misery, how... Somebody will be the head of um, or the VP of, you know, some pharmaceutical company and then uh, leave that position and become the head of the FDA. Yes, exactly. And it's like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And it's all logical and it, well, it's all completely illogical, but the looking at it is very logical. And if you look at things clearly and... Real and critically, and think about what's going on. It's you can make a difference in your own life. They call that they 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 call it agency capture, where the agency ends up being run and uh, for and by uh, by and for the benefit of the companies they are supposed to be regulating, but don't. And mm-hmm. so almost all of our major government agencies have been captured by the industries that they uh, are supposed to be regulating. Corey, you made another uh, another film as well called Sweet uh, Sweet Remedy. Yes, and that one I wanted to mention actually while we were talking about the FDA and everything because I I talked with Jim Turner, who's an attorney, and worked quite a bit. On aspartame, he's a great guy. He's done a he's a real champion for the people, and he has been his whole life. Um, and he said that there are some people that think that governmental agencies become corrupt. And he says, I think that's completely false. I think they're born captured. Um, actually, no. For a couple of years, the FDA was doing a decent job. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, for a couple of years, and and it didn't take long—ten, fifteen years—before the uh, before the uh, big uh, industries that they were supposed to be regulating figured out how to uh, how to completely corrupt them. And yeah. since then, they have been absolutely useless and tools of the uh, tools of the FDA, uh, tools of the pharmaceutical companies. And same thing with the USDA and big agriculture. The same thing with uh, transportation agencies and uh, FAA, the F- F- uh, FCC, you know, the uh, the SEC. All of these all of these agencies have been totally captured. So they're, yeah. work, they're working. They're all related to each they're other. Working, too. They're working against us rather than for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you have a, a website you could tell people about? Yes, it's www.sweetremedyradio.com. Sweet Remedy Radio, and you that so you also have an interview program at a uh, uh, and, and a um, uh, internet broadcast all over the world. Yes. 
Yes, yes, and, I do. And that's that. And and that's on that station. And they can go to the yeah. link from that site. Outstanding, outstanding. Um, and you, and you're an author too. You know, I, I'd like to. We're we're coming up on our last break here, Corey. This is really flying by. Um, and uh, I have to I have to cut away briefly. Uh, but right after, right after the break, I'd like you to, uh, if you would not mind, reading us a poem from your, uh, from your lovely book. Um, Wonderful. I mean, so, there's, so productive there's for There's one a, passage <laughs> that I'd like to read too, because especially with what we were talking about in this segment, I think it would really I will say t- a lot of the things that I was going to say, and then I was like, oh, it's in the passage. <laughs> I will. I will talk to you. I will turn it right over to you right after the break. This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing, uh, brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com. We're talking with Corey Brackett, uh, inspiring young lady, and uh, we will be back right after the break. Please stay with us. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be, taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan and Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Every day we hear about health and nutrition, but it's also confusing. We think we're eating the foods that are good for us, like nuts and berries, and avoiding things that supposedly aren't, like gluten. Yet we still wind up craving poor foods, taking medications, sleeping poorly, and gaining more weight than ever. What could be underlying these health problems? Get the answers. Tune in to Nutritional Wellness Beyond Food with host Lori Hibbard, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing. Welcome back, folks, to The Power of Natural Healing. This is Howard Strauss, your host, uh, and we're brought to you by Gerson Health Media at gersonmedia.com, and we invite you to look in and take advantage of all the great information we have on that website. Uh, we're talking to Corey Brackett, author, producer, director, documentary maker, uh, and um, poet, uh, uh, and and 
a fighter, fighter. She uh, she fought her way back from being in a wheelchair with multiple sclerosis, a condition her doctor told her would persist forever. Uh, Corey, welcome back. Thank you very much for staying with us. Thank you, Howard. Good to be here. Uh, Corey, uh, you, you were talking about your book, uh, Through the Shadows, uh, and I would like you to uh, you know tell people what it's about and uh, if you could read uh, maybe a poem, maybe a passage or two from there uh, that's uh, that's trenchant and relevant and uh, will will illuminate the lives of people. Okay, it. sounds good. It, it's a book basically about my journey to recovery. It doesn't go into all of the specific things that I've done to get better. But it does go into the most important things, which is listening to the body, finding gratitude in everything, finding a place where you can be happy even if you can't do anything, even if you're limited in almost everything that you want to do. So um, I want to read this poem called The Muse, and that poem deals with just that, with finding something to hold on to, even if it's a memory, even if it's inside your head, because that's the only place that you can find peace. Sometimes breathing is enough. Go for it. The Muse. I live underneath water thinking of letting go my breath, sugary sweet havoc of fireflies in brilliant neurological colors. Unspoken, my thoughts turn murky, distances flood my mind, hospitals of disorder amid rainbows, life frolics with disaster, mental miles of entanglement. How can I tell you how badly my wiring molds fractures in my brain? How confusion, disorder, disables without battle wounds? I am now ten years old and happy. I swirl figure eights into Jacob's Pond in February. You guide me while I practice going backwards. The fragile air visible in the blue light, that warmth entices me now, embraces me. Wow. I wanted to, thank you. I wanted to read that poem because I wanted to reach out to those folks in your listening audience who might be feeling a little bit hopeless now because I felt that way. But it doesn't have to be forever, and Not, you can yeah. turn it around. Absolutely, and and as a matter of fact, that is what we specialize in. My biography of Dr. Gerson is called Dr. Max Gerson, Healing the Hopeless. Yes, exactly. So, uh, you know, that's what he did. He was a healer, and uh, uh, and people came to him with no hope left, They've been told they had uh, exercised their lo- last option and they were going to die, and he would make them better. Mm-hmm. Or he would help them make themselves better, which is even better. Showing up all hunched over and 
with a frown on their face and they leave smiling and laughing and yep. walking straight yep. and tall. Yep. So, you know, how about reading us another passage from your book that uh, uh, that you indicated was indicative of the meaning of your book? Yes. This one I was, like, just chomping at the bit to read while we were talking about in the last segment because I think it's so apropos, but I didn't want to... Um, read it then because I felt like I would get cut off halfway through the passage. So here you go. Go for it. Alone and peanuts, tan and harmless, can bring death to visit, to stay. So insulting, so meaningless. Suddenly the backyard steps become impossible. While two o'clock reruns are my friend. Amazing. My life falling apart in complete disregard. A nightmare, really. Hysterical. My dog, my slobbering, lovely dog, tears easily into the skin of my arm after the peanuts are gone. His hunger, an ancient need. I have to look at death differently now because it lives so close, so real, almost happening inside my body, almost my neighbor creeping closer, death's breath heavy in my ear, blocking me from caring too much. I feed another belly with prescription drugs, an annoyance, denial, how easy to be caught searching for authority, a warm, sterile body telling me answers, what I need to believe. How frightening to take the giant leap off the building of allopathic medicine, the staunch, formidable structure of granite, unwilling to budge. The search for help fades with the notepad left out in the sun. What's left? Questions. Answers. Asking the right questions of yourself opens a world that never inhabited your nightmares. Be ready to hold confusion tightly around the collar as those to whom you were taught to listen to give you poison with a rationale, betray you with the kind authority you think you need. Listen. You knock against your own skin. Listen logically, without prejudice. The apple in a bowl of fruit casts the shadow of Goya, the other side of sickness. I embrace the expectation of my life. This betrays knowledge, betrays disease, betrays the wheelchairs of our bad dreams. Wow, Corey, that's, that's beautiful. That's just beautiful. And, and the wonderful news is, tell us your health status right now. I'm doing great. You, you're mobile, you have no wheelchairs in your, in your existence, you're, you're uh, you're energetic. You have uh, you're living a normal life. Yes, I feel wonderful. I go out and water my garden. I'm working on my radio show, and I've got a new blog, by the way, that I will have up on my radio show. I do have it up on my radio show, actually, so people can can link can click on the link there and listen and read 
different updates about my radio show and new articles that I find that are relevant to the issues that I talk about. So very quickly now, um, your website again? Is uh, SweetRemedyRadio.com. And your two movies? Sweet Misery and Sweet Remedy. And they tell your story in uh, in detail, or uh, or where where can they find? And your book, by the way, your book's name is. My book is Through the Shadows. Through the Shadows, and you know we've we've heard great examples of what it contains. So, uh, folks, you have any um, you have any desire to hear and learn more about Corey? Uh, she will be delighted to hear from you and um, and and to inspire you further. I'd be happy to hear from you, definitely. My email address is on my website. It's info, I-N-F-O, at sweetremedyradio.com. That's wonderful. And I encourage people to do that because uh, because you're, um, you're, you're an inspiring person. And we're just about out of time. Corey, thanks so much for being with us and inspiring us today. This is Howard Strauss, your host, The Power of Natural Healing, GersonMedia.com, Gerson Health Media. Um, and uh, we'll see you again next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Please join us again next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until that time, have a healthy, happy week.